Welcome to the Judaism from Within podcast. I'm Similana. Immunization is something that's on people's minds these days. And immunization isn't a cure. It fortifies your immune system. It fortifies your state. So you are more resilient to what can come at you. Rav Hirsch makes wide use of this concept, both in reference to the mitzvah we're going to discuss, the fifth one, that comes up in Rav Hirsch's outlook of describing the reasons for the mitzvahs, but also very relevant to Pesach. And I want to combine the two in this week's discussion. So what is this mitzvah from Rav Hirsch that is an immunization against what we've previously been discussing? We spoke about the commandment against idolatry, and Rav Hirsch's appreciation of idolatry as not this sort of childish idea of bowing down to a rock, or the other extreme where somehow you're manipulating cosmic forces. No, Rav Hirsch looks at it in a deeply psychological way, aspects of our psyche that tend towards being controlled or wanting to exhibit control, and how we will bow at the feet of whatever can provide that for us. And this can easily be people, ideologies, or forces of nature, depending on the historical circumstances. How do we fortify our personality, our psyche, our spirit, against these misconceptions that can arise in viewing the world, which can then take us down the road towards idolatry, towards the way of looking at the world as me being simply a part of a cog in nature, or me being something that needs to really grab onto what I can and worship that which I think can give it to me. The worship of power, the worship of lust, whatever it may be, how do I fortify Once again, that word immunization. How do I immunize myself against what can come at me? Rav Hirsch uses this mitzvah as his key to building up our personality, building up and fortifying our psyche. Self-appraisal, to reflect on who you really are. Now, that sounds really new agey, I understand. But let's break it down, because one thing Rav Hirsch was, it was someone who could ground the abstract, What does he mean, who I really am? Well, what is my goal in this world? What is my aim? What is my purpose? What is my meaning? These are the orientating factors that allow us to have true self-confidence. Not self-confidence in the classic sense of you have infinite worth just by being. That might be or might not be the case, but that's not what he's talking about. He says if you look at yourself nested in this religious structure that we've been discussing, the first commandment that Rav Hirsch drew out of the Torah was Makabal ol malchus shamayim, the idea that you've accepted upon your shoulders this yoke, this burden. Now we are asked to reflect on that. Now we discussed it back then that we don't mean a a a, a pain or a uh, oppressive lord. No, we mean a responsibility. A responsibility is a weight. That's why when someone lives up to a responsibility, we say they have. Kavod, they have respect. Respect also comes from the word kaved, which is heavy, because when you bear responsibility, that is a weight. It's difficult, but it's infinitely meaningful. Rav Hirsch asks us to reflect on that very concept, that we have accepted a responsibility, and by accepting the responsibility of playing out our mission in this world, we are in unison in an orchestra with the ever larger part of this greater universe. Thereby, we don't look at ourselves only as individuals, but we look at ourselves as being part and parcel with the rest of existence. And that has a beautiful sort of feedback loop. 
that I gain my individuality and my pride as an individual, but also I step in line with a greater whole. Like when you play football and you're kicking the ball, but you're kicking it along with everyone else. You become a unified whole and there is a grandeur and a beauty that comes along with that, playing as part of an orchestra. Rav Hirsch tells us we reflect on that idea that we are part of this ever-increasing symphony and what comes with that rises us up. But our true individuality also comes out of that greater symphony because we are living out our individual goal, our individual responsibility within the framework of Judaism. For Rav Hirsch, reflecting on this idea that he calls self-appraisal and think how that builds you. When I reflect on this someone that has that I do not have, but I'm doing my moral duty, I can be okay with that because I know I'm doing the right thing. I attempt something at life and it doesn't work out, but I was true. I was just. I kept in line with the moral expectation that Judaism has on me. I don't have doubts. I did the right thing. Thereby, as long as I'm going down the right path, I won't be tempted by idolatrous claims, people offering me more, people asking me to bend my moral convictions because they can give me things. So that's the immunization that Rehearse draws out of this commandment. Self-appraisal. It fortifies your personality and it fortifies your individual spirit. But how does this connect to Pesach? This connects to Pesach for Rav Hirsch in a very direct way. To put ourselves in the mindset, in Egypt, the Jewish people, they are leaving the height of Bronze Age culture, a culture that had them in slavery for years. Their sense of individuality, of freedom, had been crushed, not only physical freedom, but also emotional, psychological freedom. The ability to exist as an individual had been drained from them, and they had experienced paroi, go down a road of complete disregard for anything that was true and good, and continue down that road that almost seemed inevitable at a certain point, that he kept on having God throw things at him, but he kept determined to go down this deterministic route of destruction. And for the Jewish people, the chosen people of God, the Bukhar, the firstborn of God, that is a dangerous society to rise a people out of. Especially the Jewish people, who are completely built off the principle of freedom. Freedom is the foundational axiom of Judaism. Without freedom, you have no responsibility. And this is the world that the Jewish people are emerging from? Egypt? A cesspit of immorality and determinism and death cults? That doesn't work. For that, God introduces the first commandment to the Jewish people. Within that context, God introduces the commandment of Kiddush HaChodesh. Kiddush HaChodesh, when God points up to the new moon to Moshe and says, this should be a renewal for you. You look up at the moon and you see the moon make a renewal. It starts off small, becomes whole, then dies, but then comes back again. That is the symbol for the Jewish people. The symbol for the Jewish people is the moon. Why? Because it was that immunization that whenever we are walking through the world at night and we look up at the sky, and we see that moon and we realize that like the moon repeats itself, we repeat ourselves. We don't allow yesterday to necessitate today. We can renew our character. We can renew our relationships. We can, and that is part of the process and part of the idea that is validated by Hashem, that it is the first commandment that Jewish people get. This idea obviously has many different applications. 
the idea of freedom being intrinsic to the Jewish people's worldview, as well as being intrinsic to the first mitzvah the Jewish people get as a nation. So to recap our points, we spoke about the concept of immunization, about how it fortifies your personality, it fortifies your spirit in the moral world. And in the scientific world, immunization fortifies your immune system. So the parallel as a metaphor is perfect. For us in our individual life, self-appraisal, the stop, the pause, the reflecting on that you have purpose, that you have a goal and you have a job to do in this world. How your individuality comes out through this job is a different discussion. How you go on the journey of really fine-tuning what we mean by Jewish purpose is also another discussion. But the fact that you're on this journey, there is a point you are aiming to, which means your life has purpose. And that was what Rav Hirsch was trying to give over with this idea of self-appraisal. Because if I have purpose, and that purpose is called upon me, that yoke is put on my shoulders, I won't be tempted by the outside world. I won't be tempted to sacrifice my integrity for what people can give me, because I know I'm doing the right thing. And the parallel to Pesach, the Jewish people leaving Egypt from that murky cesspit of immorality, God gives them their first commandment, the commandment of Kiddush HaChodesh. They look up at the new moon, and we look up at the new moon today, and we can have that principle of renewal at the very core of what it means to be Jewish. As we are coming up to Pesach, I just want to wish all my listeners a wonderful Pesach. All the feedback I really do appreciate. So to all of you across the platforms, thank you very much for joining me on this journey. And after Pesach, we will we will go on. So till then, a wonderful week, a wonderful upcoming Shabbos, and a wonderful Pesach.